when we think of ourselves on our deathbed one day, surrounded by the people that we love, and hopefully having lived a full and fulfilled life, the goal is to die empty. My hope is that this pandemic situation allows us to ask ourselves, are we living fully right now in a way that if we were to pass when we do pass away, will we have died empty? Hey mamas, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast, where we believe you can pursue your dreams and be a great mother at the same time. I am your host, Lawan Moses, and I am helping you find the freedom to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey there, welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. This is your host, Lawan Moses, and I'm back with you again for another great episode. Today I have the opportunity to sit down and chat with Kaz Gaddis. Kaz is a personal power coach for moms, and she coaches moms to create intentional and interaligned lifestyles that energize their presence as parents and actualize their personal power. Kaz is the founder of More Than a Parent video podcast, where she aspires to empower moms to be your more and live your end. She feels most alive when she's helping others to break through what's holding them back from showing up and living the life that wants to be lived through them. Kaz and I chatted about our hot, messy mama moments, and we joined together to empower you to enjoy your experience, enjoy the moment, and find a way to do you anyway. So here's my conversation with Kaz as we're bringing you More Than a Parent Meets More Than a Mother. Hey, Kaz, how are you? Hey, I'm doing good, Luan. How are you doing? Good. Welcome to the More Than a Mother podcast. I am so excited to have you here with me today. Thank you. I'm excited to be here and to connect, to share, especially with uh, everything going on and especially it being kind of like a Mother's Day celebration, right? We're in the month of May, so... Yes, yes. So definitely Mother's Day coming up and everything that mothers are had to endure these past few months. So this is just an on-time, perfect conversation. Yeah. So before we get into all the great things that we have to talk about today in our great conversation, can you please just introduce yourself to the More Than a Mother audience? Sure. So my name is Kaz and I'm a personal power coach for parents, specifically moms, especially when you have like that, there's got to be more than this kind of feeling, that inkling inside, helping them kind of figure out like, like what's their next? What is it that that inkling is? And like, what can they do with that? What do they want to create from that? Specifically when it comes to the energy of which they're showing up, whether that's to life, to their family, in creating their life purpose. Yes, you could be born into a purpose, but I really believe that it's all up to you. Like God can give you something, but it's up to you if you do something with it or not. Yes. Um, and he also gives you freedom to kind of figure out like, what do you want that to look like? So between the life purpose piece and then the legacy, the living legacy piece of how you're showing up to that, that's that's my jam. So. Yeah, that's awesome. And such an important jam to have. I mean, those <laughs> are important dots to connect. So when they connect, that yeah. is awesome. But before we get into all of that, as you know, at More Than a Mother, we are big on storytelling and kind of going back to bring people to where we are in the present because none of us wake up and we're suddenly the ones that have all the dots connected and have everything figured out and those type of things. So would you go ahead and share with our audience what your aha moment was and that moment that brought you to do the things that you're doing today? 
Yeah. So there's two. And like, it's interesting because as I'm sharing this, I might be smiling. And of course you're listening in, but just know that visually I am smiling, but it was not a smile moment or two in my life. We have many of those. And so it started off with back in way back when, which wasn't that far long ago, but back in 2010, I had just moved here from Dominican Republic to Texas. Dallas is where I'm at. And I moved here in search for my master's. I got into my master's after this year and a half long journey. And I had this feeling like I needed to leave. And I've never been a quitter. It was very hard for me to figure out after everything I had sacrificed to get to this point. Sometimes we do something and we build into something. And then all of a sudden we're like, you know what, this may not be it. And so we have a choice of either continuing forward and making it work, right? Like forcing it to work right. or being in the flow of, okay, cool. I'm going to listen to the voice in my head. Cause it's likely not just me that's saying this. Right. And so um, I left and I felt like a huge failure at the point of, the, of that time. I was in a master's in um, higher ed administration. I wanted to be a principal of a college yeah. and I had worked in that for a long time. And anyway, so I just realized like I was no longer going to be a Jill of all trades, a master of none, especially after leaving, I really felt it. And so I gave myself because you have to feel the feels. I gave myself literally two weeks of ugly cry. Oh. And I was just like, all right, I'm just going to let this be. I'm just going to feel all of it. And then I'm going to move on from that and see what else is possible. Had I none, not done that, I don't think that I would be showing up the way that I do now. My husband, side note, but goes to the story. He's super masterful. He's a filmmaker. He's been in the industry for 20 plus years. And you look at him and he's so focused. Mm -hmm. So like, I would look at him and be like, what's wrong with me? Right. And it wasn't that something was wrong with me. It's just, I was still creating my purpose. It literally got to a point where I hired several coaches because I wish just someone on the street, like I didn't even care who it was. I wanted someone on the street to grab me by my shoulders, shake me and be like, this is your purpose. Go do this because I felt like I had no direction. Okay. And so within the two weeks of crying, ugly crying, I decided, well, let me try. My background is in PR and, and social media. So I'm like, well, let me try to do a different master's because this is kind of going with my life so far. So let me try that. So I ended up applying for a social media marketing master's that actually exists at the University wow. of Florida. Say it again. I said, I never knew that. Yeah, no one does. So when I say it, I'm like, it's a thing. <laughs> and I applied to work for a digital agency. So it's first time in digital life as well. I ended up getting accepted to both and did both. I ended up working um, for a very large social media uh, platform for which I cannot name the name, but it may have faces on it. <laughs> and so I worked for them and it was great, but I didn't feel like I was in my purpose. So I left my job. In, in that, and I had worked really hard. I had my master's in social media marketing by then. And I was at the coffee, what's it called? Like the kitchen, the coffee break room okay. at the agency on my last day. And I literally was like holding my cup and I was like, I'm going to impact millions. It oh, like wow. came to me like this whole thing. And I haven't shared this before. So this is interesting. I share that to say, I still had no idea what I was doing as I was leaving. And that was my last day. I had just invested. This was back in 2015 just invested in like a bunch of podcasting equipment and it was crazy. So all of that to share with you that I listened to that failed on my face, which was wonderful. <laughs> and through the different transitions and steps in my life, I came to back in 2017, realizing I needed a job again 
because sometimes it's not that we're because, okay, so when we fail, we are not failures. What we fail does not define who we are. It's just letting us know it's a pivot. It's a learning piece. Um, and so I ended up uh, going to work for IPEC Coaching, which is the Institute of Professional Excellence in Coaching. Okay. It's an international uh, coaching school. Worked for them for two and a half years. Got my um, certification as a certified professional coach in core energy coaching. And that job and that experience literally changed my life. Not even because of certifications and finally stability, right? With a job. It was so girl, check this out. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted kids. Like it was just not a thing. Yeah. I was afraid of having kids um, because of the impact that you can make on them. Right. And the unselfishness you have to come at it with. I didn't want to give up myself. And so that first coaching module, that weekend intensive of that coaching program, there's several of them. I found out, surprise, I had a fear of having kids and it was due to trust. Wow. Trust is a very heavy thing. Yes, it is. Like I'm like, I'm still working on it. Right. And it's been a few years. There's always a next level. And so I did some work that weekend and my husband and I talked about having kids. It literally got to the point that he's like, Hey, so like, are we going to have kids? And I'm like, remember we said we were going to wait three to five years. And he looks at me, he's like, yo, it's, it's, it's been five years. <laughs> so, like, I didn't even realize like the time. Um, after that module, that weekend intensive, I was literally pregnant a month later. Oh, wow. So that was also crazy because surprised to me that I could even have kids. But I shared that because I had to get through a lot of ego, a lot of myself to be in the okay with having kids. And we'll, I'm sure we'll touch more on that. It's not just like, I was just scared of them. There, there's a lot more to my own upbringing that impacted that. But those two pieces I had to share because one was about the failure piece and like just finding your place in life or creating your place in life. Yes. And then the second one was like, like just being okay. And then like, that was a start of surrender for me. And surrender and I have a very intimate relationship now. That word wasn't even in my dictionary whatsoever before that. Right. And surrender is such an important concept, such an important word, and just such a heavy loaded term, I guess would be the best way to say it. Cause it's so much behind that. So real. <laughs> Once you get to so that real. point where you just surrender, I mean, it is definitely a freeing experience, but while you're in that moment, it's such a, I would say, scary place to be because you really have to relinquish control over everything. Yeah. Yeah. So as somebody that likes to be in control, that is just <laughs> not that, that used my be, jam. Yeah, that used to be my jam. Control was my jam. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, but here's the funny thing. So, you know, we as a nation, um, if you're listening to this in 2020, you're still living through, even if you don't listen to this in May, right? Like you're still living through the pandemic that has swept the entire globe. And it's also like an interesting piece because certainty and control do not exist. That is true. The more we believe that it exists, the more we try to like hold the sand in our hands, right? Like if you imagine us having just a mound of sand in our hands, but it's still going to leak through. And then like the more you try to control, maybe your hands start to shake and sand's coming out. And it's like, just when you realize and just let things flow through, you're also showing up in a completely different way. That's going to allow you to, in a way, just like enjoy the experience better. I know it sounds weird that I'm saying enjoy. And then I'm talking about, about a pandemic, but it's, it's, there's a mix between both, right? Being prepared versus like freaking out. 
Right. And I mean, I certainly agree. I mean, at this time, there are so many people that are panicking, so many things that are happening. But I've been saying from the beginning, like prepare, but don't panic. I mean, you can't like stop living your life because of what's going on around you. I mean, all we can do is do our part. And I mean, a lot of people have been asked, okay, so what are we supposed to do during this moment? It's like you still stay focused on what you have going on and you don't let that throw you off, but you're just conscious of everything that's happening around you. Mm-hmm. But this is really like an opportunity. As, yeah. Like you have a gift of time. Like a lot of people, I mean, we're given a gift of time, time to do things that we always wanted to do. That's always been on our to-do list. So, I mean, it's really, it's a tragic situation, but I mean, as you said, it's a purpose. It's everything happens for a reason. And it's really something to just take advantage of, of that opportunity to go to your next level, so to speak. Yeah. Well, and what's interesting too, it's so what I've noticed in myself and other people, and one thing that we may not have touched base on, which I think would be cool to kind of share now is, so you're coming here as more than a mom, yes, right? Or more than the mom. More than a mother. Yes. Okay, good. I said the right one. More yes, than a mother. Yeah. And then I'm coming in here as more than a parent is the name yeah. of my of my practice, right? And it's like, there's a collision of awesomeness in that in itself, but also in this time of the transition that we're are on as a global community. It's more than just time. It's also, that might be another company right there, more than just time. But yes. no, more, <laughs> more than just time, it's an, an opportunity to ask yourself. So I'm trying to think of how to say this because it's all coming together in my head, but it's when we think of ourselves on our deathbed one day, surrounded by the people that we love and hopefully having lived a full and fulfilled life, the goal is to die empty Yes, because it's going to happen no matter what. And my hope is that this pandemic situation allows us to ask ourselves, are we living fully right now in a way that if we were to pass when we do pass away, will we have died empty? And so I feel like there's a lot of energy from different, whether you're an entrepreneur, whether you, whatever it is that you are in this life, there's so many new ways to be able to show up for yourself and then be able to, from a place of overflow, show up for others right now. Yes. And so that to me is another piece that is just amidst the craziness and the devastation. It, there's that, That's a light that if we all start shining brighter can really... Um, can impact truly millions. That is so true. And it's it's time to make an impact. I mean, really, when we think about all that's happening, if we're so many people like in the midst of this pandemic and tragedy, it's brought so much unity because if you think Mm -hmm. about it, no one is immune to this. Anybody can get it. It's affecting the global, like I said, global, the nations, everyone. And it's such a time of unity that if we just keep that spirit of unity and come together and pull each other up and help each other through this, just imagine like how powerful that makes the nation, makes everyone human beings. If we can just remember that at the surface, we're all human beings. Totally. Well, and as moms, right? Like I want to make sure that we're all on the same page when it comes to impact. If you're listening to this and if you um, are raising your kids at home full time or you maybe do work from home or now you're all of a sudden surprised working from home (laughs) while potentially homeschooling and all the things, right? All the things that you're doing as a mom, impact doesn't have a size, right? What you're doing and how you're showing up for yourself first and foremost is like my whole thing. It's like, how are you showing up for yourself? 
that's going to impact other other people regardless because of how the energy you're choosing to come to life at and with you know and so if you're listening regardless if you ever wanted to have a business or if it's sharing a message or just whatever it is like impact is talking to your daughter as you're brushing her hair and just asking her how she's doing even if she's two i have a two-year-old and a six-month-old and we have chats mostly it's me talking so thank god that i'm a (laughs) i grew up an only child i'm really good at that but it's having those conversations that even when we don't think it's making an impact you know it's it's just being right it is and some things are priceless that you just can't put a dollar on so i mean that impact as you said those conversations will matter even with your little babies it's amazing when we communicate with our babies. I remember I would talk to my kids all the time when they were babies. And then all of a sudden, my one daughter just one day started talking in like complete sentences, full verb, noun, subject, agreement. Oh, wow. Like, wait a minute, what happened? <laughs> I've never, <laughs> like my mom, when it happened, my mom's like, wait a minute, I've never seen this. She's like, you know how many babies I've helped raise and how many kids I've had? And it's just, like you said, that impact you make just by treating them, no matter how young they are, as human beings and treating anyone as a human being. And as a mother, just brushing the hair, spending the time, pausing to watch that movie or sing that song, whatever it is, that's Mm -hmm. an impact right there. I think a lot of people think everything has to be major and broad and you have to be out here doing something, but it's really just treasuring those moments a lot of people have been given family time and that's another thing in all of this. Yeah. A lot of families are spending a lot of time together right now. That's something mm-hmm. that we took for granted before, said that jobs and everything took our time and attention. And it's good. I mean, in those healthy family environments that we're being given that sense of family again, where people can eat dinner together and mm-hmm. watch movies and those type of things. I mean, it's sad. It took something of this nature to kind of bring that family back, but that's really what's happening around us. Yeah. There's a power in the pause. Yes. When we pause, whether it's for ourselves as a person or if it's with family, I think that like you and I are are chatting about the the impact piece. Imagine what family is going to look like end of this year, end of next year in this generation and the one that we're raising right now because of potentially the power of this pause, of this being able to reset what does life at home look like, especially when like all of life is now happening all in the house, right? Right. (laughs) I mean, like, it's crazy. (laughs) We went from not being in the house enough to now everything around your house. It's a complete switch up. Like nobody could have planned this. I mean, right. Everything happening. Yeah. I mean, that's really good. And just that impact piece and the power of the pause. I really like that because there's so much And even in going with silence and pause, there is so much that can happen in those quiet moments. Yeah. Or not so quiet now, right? Not so quiet. Right. Yeah. They're not really quiet. (laughs) Just calling you not to do business as usual. Right. No way. Right. So I know you had mentioned earlier that you were a person that didn't really want to have kids and it came back to trust and all. And I'm sure that there are mothers that probably had that same experience. Like, how did you work through that? Just all those emotions, feelings, I don't want kids. And all of a sudden I have kids. Yeah. Well, and it's funny too, because most of the people that I interview for my podcast too, and I'm like, oh, you know, welcome to the More Than a Parent podcast. Like, how did you? And they're like, oh, I always wanted kids. And I'm like, 
Uh-huh. <laughs> like that's really, it really is, it's beautiful. Like to, to have that idea of what it will be like to have them and what you will do with them and such. But yeah, so I didn't have that. And I want to share that the reason for that is, so I thought growing up, I was adopted, like legit. So long, very long life story, very short. My parents over a lot of different things that happened, but my parents chose business over me in the sense that they both live in Dominican Republic. They both are full-time entrepreneurs. They're not together. They're on the same island and somehow the island still survives. But they're on this <laughs> island. They're, they have their different businesses. And I was raised in New York by my grandparents on my dad's side. So for me, from a very young age, I saw the, the division that what, again, I couldn't put these words, of course, I could not put these words into a sentence as I was younger, but as I was older, and I worked through a lot of this stuff, there was a lot there to work on, and still sure. is. <laughs> and, but as I started putting words to what I was feeling and everything, it was, I felt abandoned. I felt like I was not as important as the business or the fill in the blank, right? Whatever it could be that you maybe experienced with your own parents or observed maybe even in your own life sometimes, because our kids are like, the strongest, most potent mirror. Yes. Whether we choose to want to look at it or not, right? It it can get very interesting. And so because of that upbringing, of course, there was a lot of love. It was just all very different. And I didn't want to have to choose between following what I wanted to do because I've always been very professionally driven and I love to create and I didn't want to be limited. That's one of my biggest things that I help even my clients through. It's that, that limitation feeling like limitations are only what you believe are limitations. And that's what I broke that weekend, um, broke through anyway. I didn't break it like a China dish, right? <laughs> I broke through it at that weekend intensive that I went to. Obviously it was not the point or even was spoken there. It just came up for me. And it was breaking through the limited belief that, so now I make a joke about it. Cause you know how they say like, you can have cake and eat it too. It's right. like, for me now I tell people you can have your kids and live life too. Yeah, that's good. Because yeah, and again, it depends, like you, you're at a different age uh, range with your kids and I'm just at the beginning and I'm already like, woo, right? (laughs) I got the six month old and two year old, but there's something beautiful about looking at what looks limiting and being able to use that towards the power that you want to show up as. And then the other part was my husband. He really wanted to have kids. He is such an amazing human that I was like, well, if it ever were for me to feel safe in having kids, like it couldn't get more safe than this. Right. And he's just, he's awesome. He's my bestest friend ever. That's awesome. And so, yeah. And so, I mean, I told him three to five years and it had been five years. So like I was at the end of that. <laughs> so, he held you to that five years. Yeah. Like, okay, time's up. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it was crazy too, because all his family is from New Orleans. And so like everybody thought like I just couldn't have kids. And so when we told them that we were having kids, like his mom was absolutely shocked. And I'm like, oh, we thought that, which actually isn't far from the truth. Originally, I was told I couldn't have kids, which is probably what added to the whole me not wanting kids. Right. Because I was like, well, I can't have them. And then this is, you know, it works out. Meh. So, but yeah, that was like the, the backstory as to why I didn't want kids. I didn't want to put them through that. And then the beautiful thing that came from it is, again, you take what you go through or the limitations and you can create what you want it to how it either empowers you or it detracts you from your actual personal power. And so for me, that's where more than a parent came through because if I can share with parents, regardless if they have kids already, or if they wanted to have kids or not have kids, if I can help other parents, especially moms be able to realize like, 
you can still do you and be a super awesome present parent. Like it exists. Balance does not exist, but there is an an amazing correlation of interalignment. Interalignment being the integration of all the things that you are and you want to do. And then alignment in having the integrity of what you really want to be doing. And does that go right now with where you're at? Kind of like a puzzle piece, right? Like, does that align? And so, yeah. Yeah, that's really good. I mean, you you mentioned you had to work through like your childhood. And I think so many people want to ignore that part of life, but don't realize how much going back to impact, how much of an impact that child, your childhood messages, the things you experienced as a child impact you as an adult, because that those messages you hear are so real. And I mean, having that whole mentality that you had about your parents choosing the business over you, in their mind, I'm sure they were doing the, what they thought was best at that totally. time. But the yeah. message you received was my parents chose X, Y, and Z over me. And then it's like, okay, I don't want to be that person that does that. But then you were able to attend this weekend intensive and work through it. And I think it's important just how we point out a lot of things you have to work through. You can't ignore them. You have to go through. And as you mentioned before, your two-week period of time that you gave yourself to just feel all the feelings. And mm-hmm. so many people want to ignore the feelings. Yeah. But if you ignore them, then you just continue to hit that roadblock, experience the same things over and over again. It's not until you start to work through things and deal with those ugly emotions and surrender completely that you can finally have like that forward progress. Yeah. Grab yourself some Haagen-Dazs or Bluebell, whatever you like. (laughs) Yeah. Give yourself some you time. However, that is, even if you have to go to the bathroom, pretend to be taking a bath and tell everybody else to hold down the fort. (laughs) Like, We just have to figure out with whatever our life situation looks like at home, how do you still make time for yourself to still feel the things, especially now um, with so many different things going on. Um, But yeah, for sure. Yes. So tell me more about what you're doing with more than a parent and what you're doing as a personal power coach. Yeah. And so, so that's been interesting too. So since last, um, well, since May of 2019, I have to think of what year we're in and where we are in time. (laughs) I officially left full-time my, my, my job at the uh, international uh, coach training school. And I decided to uh, really continue to invest in what I already started creating, which is um, serving parents with really that, that core energy of, of who it is that we are being. I've talked to probably now over 50 moms and it's amazing the things that we allow to take our power, to take our energy. Yes. And being able to focus on that personal power piece means working through, working through the resentment, working through the pieces that maybe didn't go as planned or things currently that aren't in the mix you want them to be. And being able to look at that, you can call it dark, whatever you want to call it. It's just real. (laughs) Looking at that raw and realness and then looking at, okay, cool. So that happened or that's happening. What do I want to do about it? The more you, you raise your consciousness, the more choices that you have in that situation, the more choices you see possible in who you are being. And at the end of the day, my, the biggest thing I work with my clients and in my membership site is growing from a place of, you don't have to do more to be more. It's really about being versus doing. Right. And then from there, whatever that more is to them, then they get to really expand on that piece. So that's kind of like what, what we, what we embrace. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's really great because the more is individual. So I think that's really great. And just the mindset and being, you're raising people to a level of self-awareness so that 
then the things that you can control and the things that you do have control over by being self-aware, you're able to recognize in that moment what I'm feeling, what I'm doing, and how can I take control and maneuver this to the best of my ability. So while there are a lot of things that we can't control, there are things that we do have a certain amount of control over. So, I mean, I think that's great. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like you have control, like at your fingertips and back. Right. (laughs) Right. And that's the the control piece that we could explore. It's like, yeah, like, how do you want to show up in that? How do you want to react to something? Because when we're tired, when we're exhausted, all you can serve is from that that point. And that is exhaust. Right. When you're in a state of overflow, you can serve others and you are still in flow. And so looking at like that balance between, and here's another thing. So like, I have a few friends, um, very close friends. They're all in business as well. And we all have super young kids. And I just want everyone to realize, which you probably know on your end, right? But we don't realize that everyone else is going through this too. It's like life is messy. Having kids, regardless of the age, is messy. No one that you see right now in the world, even if you think of Beyonce or someone super high up with like a freaking entourage of support, which that's amazing for them, right? Right. (laughs) Like you are your entourage of support. (laughs) Um, But knowing that like, just do it anyway, whatever it is inside of you, that book you want to write, but you have all these kids and you're like, how did, like, just take one foot in front of the other. That's how you walk, right? Like, just do it. Right. And I think a lot of people get caught up in the fact of having young kids because I was one of those people at one point in time that everything went to my kids. I poured everything into my kids, did everything. I think we get so caught up in that losing ourselves in motherhood because that's what the messages have told us for so long that you have kids, you're supposed to give everything to your kids, to your family. And we don't really hear the messages of being more than. So that's why it's important that platforms like yours, more than a parent and mine, more than a mother exist because we're showing mothers, we're showing parents that you can show up as the mother, as the parent. You can show up as that, but also don't forget you're a human being. You were a woman, you were a person before you ever got whatever role that Mm -hmm. follows your name now. So it's just important to remembering who you are as an individual. So Right. Being a mom does not define you unless you choose to. And I'm not saying that being a mom isn't important. To me, that's the most, being a mom is the the life coach training school I did not know I that even existed or I could sign up for or that whatever, right? Like who I am today is is all because of having kids. Right. So when I say more than a parent, when you say your piece as well, it's like we're just being more because they've helped us being that mirror to us. Exactly. And I also want to share with what you just shared with, with your platform and mine and all this. It's like as women, it's also embracing that there is no competition. It's collaboration. Right. The more that we embrace that spirit of collaboration as women, as so if you think of the word community, common unity. Yes. Right. And so we're a community of moms with common unity pieces, but we're all so very different in the way that that shows up in our life. And so really embracing the togetherness as we're all doing this, because no one's going to understand what you're going through more than another mom, even if it looks different. Right. So it's like interlocking arms and like moving forward and knowing that you're not the only one in this hot mess. Exactly. (laughs) I think that's the encouraging part. Yes. It's like, girl. And it's like, no matter how old your kids get, you're always going to be a mother. I don't care if they're all grown. It's just going to present a different level of parenting and require a different level of strategic moving. But I mean, it's still a hot mess on all levels. I don't care how old your kids get. And I have the older kids here with the 10, 12 and 19 year old. 
but it's just a whole to a whole nother level of yeah. parenting and hot mess. So yeah, yeah, it's fun. <laughs> it keeps you alive. Nothing makes you feel most alive. Right, <laughs> and these moments. Yeah, and I just said it's just important to just point out that with you having your kids on the younger end and mine being on the older and becoming more independent, that pointing out the hot mess is going to always exist. So the only time you have is right now. There's never yeah. going to be a perfect time. So if there's something that you want to do, be it business, hobby, write a book, as you said, the time you have is right now. Because if you sit waiting for my kids are going to be grown, or when they're grown, they're still going to need you in some kind of way. Somebody's yeah. always going to need you for something. If you're married, your spouse is going to need you, parents, whoever. Someone mm-hmm. will always need you for something. So it's important to take ownership and say, hey, this is what I want to do for me. And to me, the earlier you start that, the easier it is for kids to adapt and your family to adapt. Because I gave so much to my kids that it was like, oh, wait, what are you doing now? You're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to go anywhere. You've been here all this time. What does this change? That's interesting. And that's, you're right. Yeah. And of course I haven't experienced that. So that's interesting that you said that because I can totally see that being a thing. Right. Right. And it's like, that everything you just said, it's embracing, the, I call it the hot, messy mama moments. And actually that came out of a podcast interview I was having with um, a friend of mine called Lisa Mashad. And my my kids were around. They weren't supposed to be during the podcast. They were supposed to be sleeping, but that didn't happen. Because again, <laughs> you, you have to surrender. And so like my kids were just screaming right, right at the beginning of the show. And we just went into like, just talking about like the integration of all of it. And it's just like, it's acceptance and surrender in the moment. And if anyone is listening to this, all you got to know is just do it, right? Like we're just saying, yeah. just accept the moment, surrender to it and just do, do you anyways, yeah. right? In a way that's still honoring what you need to do as a mom and everything else. But like, don't forget yourself. Yeah. And that's so important to not forget yourself. Yeah. yeah, That's great. That's so powerful. And as you said, mom moments happen as we're recording, as we're doing anything. But that's just life. And I just feel that's the that puts to the realness of what we do as mothers, what we do as parents, because we can edit, censor, do all these type of things. But why not just show the real of I'm a mother. This is what I'm doing right now. But my kids still exist, especially in this time right now where everyone's in the house. Any type of sound is bound to happen. But I think that speaks to the being um, open and just transparent with the journey and recognize that, hey, something may happen, but keep pushing. You're going to get through it. Well, and we kept, (laughs) we lowered the range on the audio piece of my kids screaming, but we kept it in because it's a video podcast. So you got to see all of it happen. (laughs) But here's the thing. If people that are tuning into your show, right, and tuning into mine and not seeing that, it's like we're causing a disservice because then they don't see it's possible for them. Right. And it's, embracing our hot, messy mama situation yes. so that, you know, others can also join in. So yeah, definitely. It, it's, it gets real. Yes, it does. So what would you say has been the most rewarding part of your journey so far? Everything put aside, I truly can say this, and I've never been able to fully say this before. It's, I've never felt as in integrity with myself as I do right now. And that's big because for the longest time, there's moments that we're trying to emulate someone or emulate something or we're, we're trying to figure out ourselves. And I was in so many years of that and there was so much heartache in that. But once I started accepting who it is that I am and what I can come 
into being for others. That's a personal power piece. And truly I'm living that for myself now. Now, again, those hot, messy mama moments are real, right? Like that's still there, but I've never felt so aligned with who it is that I'm being. So, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Being in alignment, that integrity, that self-awareness, it takes you to a whole new level. So yes, I can definitely relate. And then the kids kind of keep you humble amidst all that. You're like, ooh, everything is like you're (laughs) meditating, like, ah. All is well that you hear a loud noise. Boom. Yeah, you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, good thing. Yes, it is. That is. And I mean, it keeps life interesting. I mean, that's all I can say. It just really makes life interesting. And it just shows, hey, if you can be a mother, you can be a parent, you can really do anything because- like you said, mom is such an important title and such an important mm-hmm. role that has so many other descriptors behind it. Mom, doctor, nurse, lawyer, teacher. Homeschooler right? now. Right. <laughs> Homeschooler. Homeschooler, yeah. right. All those titles that we add on. I mean, mom encompasses all of that. And so yeah. if you can be a mom, then to me, you can conquer the world. I mean, so yeah. why not live? If you it? allow yourself to. Yeah, if you allow yourself to, right? That is so important. Giving yourself that permission. And that's another, that's a whole nother conversation. <laughs> like we could keep this going forever. Yes, I mean, that's a whole, part two. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole nother conversation about that freedom and all that lies in with when you give yourself the permission to just live. Right. Yeah. So what is a tip that you could offer to a mom who may be struggling right now to try and figure this all out, to take that first step to moving forward and living her dreams or getting in touch with herself, those type of things? Yeah. a good question. I think the first thing would be, so looking at where you are right now, where we are right now, as again, as a global community, have you truly taken the time to sit with yourself and really feel the feels? I'm not just talking about anxiety or the fear or the anger, because those are all secondary emotions. I'm talking about really sitting with yourself and, and thinking, just asking yourself something like, because why? Because why? And so literally take out a piece of paper and write, you know, I feel anxious because, you know, whatever that is. And keep on asking yourself that question. It's going to get redundant. It's going to feel weird. And when it starts feeling weird, you know, you're doing it right. Because it's going to get to the core of why you have fear or why you have that anxiety or whatever it is. And guess what? That's probably been there before this all happened, right? Before, if you're looking at the pandemic or just in general, like what is it that is the next best thing for yourself? So asking yourself those questions will empower you to know, okay, cool. Like this is my starting point and going from there. The other thing is I do have a challenge that I put together. It's totally free and it's a way to make time for yourself, you know, five, 10, 15 minutes a day, you choose what that looks like. Because here's the thing, if at the end of the day, you don't have five, 10 or 15 minutes for yourself, that's a whole other thing that you need to reflect on. Yes. And so this, this, it's called the mom break challenge. And at the end of it, it's about fun. It's how are you instilling fun in something that's just for you? And of course, there's moments for us to introspect during that challenge too, but because not everything is fun, right? That'd be nice, but then you wouldn't have as much fun in the fun, right? If everything was always fun, it'd just be regular. But yeah, just having a moment for yourself every day amidst everything that's going on, amidst um, it being Mother's Day month, right? Like, how are you honoring you? 
yes, we expect gift cards or maybe even just a card. I'm talking about gift cards here. I meant to say cards, but I mean, gift cards are nice too. Um, (laughs) Right. Let everybody know which ones you like, but no, like this is our month to honor ourselves as moms and as our more. And so again, doing that exercise, looking at what it is that you're feeling. And then at the end of it, looking at how do you want to like honor yourself and honor the feelings? Is it shredding the list after you're done? Is it maybe burning it in like a very safe way in a bowl somewhere? Is it sticking it up somewhere and reminding yourself? Like you choose what that looks like for you, but it starts with something as simple as that to just start that next level journey with yourself. I like that. I like the pausing and doing the because why. That's really, that's a great action step. And also the challenge that you have going on. So can you tell our audience where they can find this challenge and where we can find you online? Yeah, sure. So the best place to connect online is Instagram and it's at more than a parent. I'm also my website, more than a parent.com or casgaddis.com will take you to the same one. And then the mom break challenge will be at the mom It's going to be super exciting. It's going to have some really interesting ways to engage. And like we've been talking about this whole episode, it's about community. So there's going to be a community piece to that too, where, Hey, guess what? You don't have to feel alone. We may be a little crazy, but you're, <laughs> you don't have to feel crazy by yourself. <laughs> And it's at the end of the day, it's, yeah, it's connecting to self. That's awesome. Thank you so much for having me on today. I am so glad that you were able to join me today. This was just really great. And thank you for sharing all that with the audience. And I'll be sure to link to that in the show notes so that everyone knows where to find you. So thank you so much, Kaz, for joining me today. This was really great bringing more than a mother and more than a parent together. Yeah. And thank you for who you are being, Lawan, and doing this amidst all the things that you're doing, showing up the way you are, not just for yourself, but for everyone listening in and connecting to you. Because the more that we can share these messages, the more that we're going to realize, A, that it's possible and we're going to see examples of that. So I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate you too. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, head over to LawanMoses.com. I love for us to stay in touch. Make sure you leave your email address so I can send you inspiration, tips, and the latest updates. Or if you prefer, text the word MORE, that's M-O-R-E, to 302-440-4632. We have some great things coming up and I don't want you to miss a thing. Thanks again. Make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Until next time, keep pressing because victory is yours.